morning, everybody. Good it morning. is Monday. Woo. Rise and shine and give God the glory, glory. <laughs> My kids Stop hate it right when now. I sing that to them. I hate it too. <laughs> it's the worst. All right. Woo. It is Monday, February, February 11th. 11th. Uh-huh. Woo. Yeah. We're getting... We're, we're already, we're already like in midway. The, yeah, I, midway through the second month of the year. Exactly what I was where did January? Where did January go? Goodness gracious. I don't fast. know. I really do feel like I blinked and it was gone. Right. Well, coming up on today's show, how to ruin your Bible study for everyone. Yes. Kids <laughs> acting up in church and could you do a better job than your boss? Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. I totally could. <laughs> <laughs> but first, as we said, it's February 11th. That means we got several holidays to celebrate today, Mo. Several. We do. Um, do we more than a handful. I don't like it when we have this many holidays. <laughs> so, first of all, clean out your computer day. Right? Yeah. yeah clean out your computer day. Mm-hmm. So The way it's worded. All, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the way it's worded, it sounds like take it apart. Yeah. Get all the garbage out of exactly. there. <laughs> Give it to a professional. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to get it back together. No, so I'm assuming like your pictures and... Yeah, get rid of junk you don't need because stuff stuff accumulates. Yeah, um, it does. Our, our ambassador here at Highland has just got a new computer set up and he does things the... I don't want to say neurotic way, but just... He over he oversaves things. Okay. He every every document, every sermon notes, every everything that he works on, he saves to the hard drive. He saves to an external hard drive, and he saves to a Dropbox account, all separate files in separate locations. Mm-hmm. And I just anytime I'm looking at his stuff, I'm just like, this is this is such a big mess. <laughs> well, in case one of them crashes, right. <laughs> he but has really, options. All you need is the Dropbox account True. because those don't go anywhere. Right. Until the day that they uh, do, until Matt. The day, yeah. Until Dropbox decides to quit without yeah. telling anybody and everybody's files are gone forever. And you'll be running around frantic. But Johnny will be sitting back like, what? <laughs> I still have two other save locations. <laughs> All right, so it's also <laughs> national. I'm surprised that this is a national holiday, people. Mm-hmm. National Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk Day. Mm-hmm. I can only recall one time that I cried over spilt milk. Okay. You want to remember? You want to know what it was? Do I want to remember what? You it want was? to remember with me? <laughs> sure, I'll say. remember with you. <laughs> I was. I got. Had to been like five. And I was trying to carry in a jug of milk from the car without my mom's uh, consent. Yeah. And I dropped it in the driveway and it busted open and spilled all over everywhere. And my mom yelled at me and I cried. I don't think I've ever cried over (laughs) spilled milk. Ever. I don't think that I've ever yelled at my kids over spilled milk. I can understand if it's like an entire gallon of milk. Right. (laughs) Um. Chris's parents, well, his family, when he was a kid, maybe a, like a preteen, they spilled an entire gallon in their car. Oh, mm-hmm. now that's not good. Yeah, you can never get that smell out. They had yeah. to end up selling the car <laughs> and get a new one. Speaking of milk smell, I'll have a story for you here in our personal section. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, it's also National Inventors Day. Yeah. Are you an inventor, Matthew? Um, 
you're a lot of not, things, but I don't not think you're per se when it comes to like, yeah, inventing actual gadgets and gizmos. Nah, gizmos and gadgets. I've and had a lot of cool ideas, ends. but I'd never be able to put them string. together. Let's ask ourselves. What is that from? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's from Barney. <laughs> Still watching Barney all these years later. No, I just have it. You said gizmos and gadgets, and that's part of the song. I guess I didn't watch it often enough to memorize. Talking about the Barney bag, Matt. The Barney bag? Yeah, it was his bag of stuff. It was kind of like Mary Poppins' bag, but... You would stick your hand in it and pull out all kinds of stuff. I do not remember this element to that show. (laughs) Somebody does. Okay, it's also National Make-A-Friend Day. I am regretting the friends that I already have, so I'm going to opt out of this day. (laughs) Uh, Well, if you don't have any friends, then you're going to celebrate the next holiday. National Shut-In Visitation Day. (laughs) You'll that be, means you'll be the somebody's going to be visiting yeah. me. <laughs> you'll be the shut-in. <laughs> Someone's going to visit you. Yep. Begrudgingly. So make gotta a friend vis- with the shut-in. <laughs> Got to go visit that old grouch Mo. You know. Never happy. Doesn't want any friends. Yelling at the kids to get off her lawn <laughs> all the time. All right. And lastly, it's... <laughs> oh, god. This is your next step. <laughs> You drive everyone you love away. <laughs> then you got to be satisfied <laughs> staying single day. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, These goodness are some gracious. obscure holidays. <laughs> uh, I, You know, when I was a kid, I don't remember hearing all the complaints from people who aren't in relationships around Valentine's Day. Mm-mm. It's only been like, not even when I was a teenager do I remember that. It's only been since I've been an adult. Or every year, I hear a, a growing and growing loud voice of people who are like, why do we got to celebrate relationships? That's dumb. It just makes all of us who aren't in relationships feel bad. Like, it's literally one day to celebrate being in love with someone. Will you chill out? Can I say something real quick? Sure. This, like, is going to be slightly off topic, but I feel like it needs to be said. Go for it. Okay, because this is an epidemic of... People feel like other other people or other things can make you feel a way. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, only you choose how you feel. Mm. You make the choice to either be happy or sad, to feel loved or unloved. It is your choice. Or it to is feel how offended. you receive to feel offended <laughs> or okay. To be an adult. <laughs> exactly. No one makes you feel mm. Anyway, I can do anything under the sun for my kids, but if they want to be jerks and not feel the love that I am showing to them, and I can do it in their love language, I can spend quality time with them, I can give them words of affirmation, but if they are in a place where they don't want to feel loved, then they're not going to feel loved, and that goes for everybody. So take a step back. If you're not feeling loved or appreciated, maybe it's you. Okay. And on that note, today's show is brought to you by Back Row Radio, the home of the Back Row Morning Show. You wouldn't walk into an ice cream shop and order three scoops of plain old vanilla. That's boring. I like You don't limit your taste buds, so why limit your earbuds? Back Row Radio, Christian music in every flavor. If you only listen to our show via the podcast or only listen to the Back Row Radio Morning Show with us, I don't know how to read my own copy, you're missing out. 
If you haven't downloaded the Back Row Radio smartphone app, do it. You can even enable Back Row Radio on your Alexa smart speaker. And the music selection is ever-expanding. We've been taking a deep dive into adding uh, albums from 1995 uh, this Mm -hmm. past week. A lot of good, amazing music that I forgot all about. (laughs) Basically, if you're missing it, you're missing out. Learn more at BackRowRadio.com. So it's been a... Been a long week, I feel like. I, you know, I feel the same. I feel like it has been an incredible. Maybe it was because the Patriots won the Super Bowl oh, again. Gosh. And so it just made for like. It was such a boring Super it Bowl. It was incredibly boring. Like, I remember the, la- the last Super Bowl I remember where there wasn't a lot of scoring. It was because it was a fantastic game. Yeah. Like, they kept getting closer and closer, and it mm-hmm. was just this. You know, interception after interception, just everything was fantastic. It was good football. This was just the most boring, slow-paced, mm-hmm. lame thing ever to just slowly sit and get your hopes dashed. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> the Patriots it was slowly terrible. won. Yeah, because it wasn't until the fourth <laughs> quarter that there was literally no hope that the Patriots would lose. Mm-hmm. And then you're finally like, great, okay, so I've sat here and wasted two and a half hours already of my life, and I'm about to see something that I don't want to see happen. Great. Uh, now, I know some of you might be thinking, why are they talking about this two weeks after it happened? Just uh. remember, we record our shows on Saturdays, so last week's shows were recorded the day before the Super Bowl happened, That's, so we're yeah. just now getting to That's react true. to it. Sorry. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... It was just so boring. We had we had our normal Super Bowl party here at the church, and uh, typically by halftime, about half the people go home, mm-hmm. just because most people are just coming for the camaraderie of it. They're not coming to watch the game, yeah. Because um, we do, you know, we do food, we do a bunch of stuff. But this time, it was about halfway through the third quarter. We looked around, and it was just. The Cokers and the Berkeys. That's all that was left. Just us and John and Hillary. Uh, I think some of the youth were up with Megan and Tyler in the youth room watching the game back there. Yeah. Because they abandoned the big group. But for the most part, everybody was just gone. And we were just sitting there hoping something would happen. Nothing did. Yeah. <sighs> nope. Nada. And then the halftime show was weird. Oh, my It was gosh. half good, Did half you guys bad. watch the halftime show? We did. Show? Normally, we have a presentation about the Mission Possible focus yeah. that we have, but yeah. we started it early this year, so we already did it, and today and the Super Bowl day was the end of it, so we didn't have any presentation to stop for, so we just sat there and we watched it. Hmm. It was weird. Yeah. Adam I think, Levine took off his shirt. Well, so here's <laughs> the thing. I think he just got overheated. Like, he started out shirt with his shirt on, and then he takes his shirt off, and he's got his tank top on, and then the next time you see him, he's completely shirtless, and you're like, oh, just, it's, it's just it's really, really hot there. I mean, they were in Atlanta, Georgia, for Pete's sake. <laughs> <laughs> and then who was the rapper that was all in the fur? And, like, I saw him and was like, oh, he is on fire. Wasn't that he Kanye? so hot. No. I thought it was Kanye in the fur. No, I don't think that was Kanye. Oh, see, now I gotta look. <sighs> All right, so are we officially talking about our personal updates? Go for it. I'll look it up this thing. So before, well, that Sunday morning, Super Bowl Sunday morning, Chris had cooked a brisket all night long, Saturday night, put it in the oven at 10 o'clock at night at 200 degrees, and then was going to put it in the smoker Sunday morning. 
well, I had forgot that I was going to bake breakfast. And so I had to pull the brisket out for him. And in doing so, in pulling out a 12-pound brisket full of grease in the bottom, I spilled it all over my arm. All the grease. All down my arm. Oh, gosh. So I have a nice, real pretty um, second-degree burn. I'm kind of positive that in some areas it's actually a third-degree burn. Um, In exactly the same place that I got a third-degree burn two years ago when I was in a car accident and the airbag gave me a chemical burn on my arm. Yep. But, hey, my tattoo is still intact. Oh, hey, yeah. Just missed missed the tattoo. (laughs) It just missed my tattoo. But, you know. By the way, you're right. That was that was not Kanye. That was Big Boy. I'm pretty sure we were half watching it and someone said, hey, is that Kanye? And then that's the last I thought of it. So I never looked at him. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, looking at it, clearly that is not Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, I of course, don't think that's Of course, Kanye. nobody was looking at him. Everyone's looking at that gigantic fur coat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that we knew he was dying, dying. in. So, yeah. Uh, that is a terrible burn. Uh huh. Yeah. It's so, and that when it happened, I was like, okay, so what really happened? I'm pulling it out. I've got it rested on my arms. It's uh-huh. a huge pan, uh-huh. you know, because it's a 12 pound brisket. Yeah. So it's resting on my arms. And I go to turn, and you've been in my kitchen, Matt. So, you know, I go, to, I go to turn and I end up tripping over the rug that's in front of our sink there. Mm. And so as I'm tripping, and leaning forward, the brisket is leaking on my oh, arm. And you can't do anything yeah. about it because you'll drop the whole thing. Uh-huh. Well, oh. so it's leaking on to the right side of my arm. And in that moment, I'm screaming, Chris! And then I go like this to try and save it. I turn it the Twist other way to try arm. and save it. And in that moment, the brisket goes fl- I'm not sure how this happened, really. <laughs> but the brisket goes flying out of the pan. Thankfully, I have like a galley kitchen, so our counters are pretty close together. So it like flew up in the air, the brisket itself, and landed on our counter across from me. And I, I've got all this grease down my arm. I'm shaking, you know, because that's what happens when things like, that's what your body naturally course, yeah. does. So Chris comes in and he's like, I told you I was coming. What, what, what were you doing? I was like, I didn't hear you say you were coming. <laughs> So I put my arm under cold water, which I think you're not supposed to do with the burn. I think you're no, not supposed to. No, I think you're supposed to. Okay. I'm I, pretty sure you are. Okay. Well, that, uh, of course, takes the sting away. And I'm like, oh, okay, this isn't going to be bad. And then. But then it comes. Yeah. <laughs> roaring in. Yep. Yeah, I told you about the time I burned my hand, right? No. I'm pretty sure I have, but I'll tell you again. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, let's see, it was college. And at the time, we weren't making a lot of money, so we were getting, uh, we were buying like these bulk food boxes from the First Baptist Church in Portales. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like twenty five dollars, and you got all this stuff. It was like discounted kind of restaurant food you were buying. Okay. And so we got a lot of like pre fried chicken that was frozen that you would need to fry again yourself. Okay. To you know, just like you were working at a restaurant, yeah. putting in a deep fryer. And uh, I'd never done this before. Yeah. Deidre's in class. She sends me, uh, or she calls me before uh, class is over, says, hey, I'm hungry. Can you start frying me up a piece of that chicken for when I get back? And I'm like, sure, I can figure that out. <laughs> so 
being dumb and having never done this, I get a very small pan that's like, the chicken will fit in that. Right. And I like, all right, so I know the oil has to be over the chicken. So it's, again, very small pot. I pour oil pretty much to the top. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I give it a, a, like an inch. And I think, you know, the chicken will make it come up. <laughs> so I start, I turn, I turn the heater on or the stove on. And uh, I walk around the corner to go to the bathroom real quick. Go pee real quick. I come back and that oil has already boiled over and the whole thing is just a flaming pillar burning our cabinets over the stove, burning the roof, the ceiling. Uh, I am not good in stressful situations. <laughs> when I panic, I panic poorly. Yeah. So uh, my first instinct is to try and put out the fire with a, with a lid. So I dive under which they tell you to do right dive under but i don't have a lid that fits that pot i have really big lids so i grab a really big lid and i'm trying to stamp it out and it ain't happening and while i'm doing that the flames are engulfing my hand of course so i'm like forget this so i run over our door our front door is in line with the kitchen where i'm standing okay at an angle so i open the front door we're on the second story of an apartment complex i take that whole pot basically and just heave it out the front door. Luckily, the air movement killed the fire because I could have set our entire yeah. building or yard or whatever on fire. I didn't, and nobody was beneath us, thank goodness, uh, on the ground at the time because I didn't check. Right? <laughs> Here's, here comes Deidre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but... Oh, my gosh. So... So most of the oil has gone over. The pan is still up on the on the concrete thing because it got stopped by our little gate that, or not the gate, but the fencing that keeps you from falling yeah. off the edge there. And doors wide open. I'm sitting on the floor uh, in the kitchen, just dying because my hand has been burned to, to a crisp. And that's when Deidre walks in. He goes, "What happened? <laughs> oh my god!" <laughs> I said, you wanted chicken. That's what happened. Oh, oh my goodness. And, so, and Deidre and had always told me when she worked at uh, Sonic, she had always told me that they were told if you get a burn, a grease burn, to put mustard on yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. So that's what I did. Yeah. And it was the worst decision I'd ever made. Really? It, it, was, it made it so much worse. And I think... I think that's because I had some third degree burn on yeah. there, and I think it doesn't work for third degree burns. Yeah, it works for first and second degree. Third degree, no. Yeah, whatever's in mustard well, starts it's that to kill vinegar. You. Yeah, that just makes it sting. That's so yeah, I was. Samantha was like, put vi- put vinegar on it, and I did, and it took the sting away, but it just evaporates so quickly mm. because. The heat from it is still in there. Yeah. Okay. And I got to tell y'all, I gave Kara a really hard time because a few years ago, she got a real <laughs> bad burn and she put grease on it. Or not grease. That would have made it worse. <laughs> she put honey on it and then wrapped it in saran wrap. And all of us were like, seriously, honey, saran wrap? <laughs> I am not kidding. That has been the best thing Yeah. with my burn, to help with my burn. So... Don't knock it until you try it, people, because it actually works. 
Weird. Yep. All right, Matt. You got to be quick about your your update. Okay, because I just told a really long story. Uh-huh, you did. What? Yeah. Um, my kids have both been sick. Uh, I mean, it's no big, no big whoop. They just been throwing up and whatever. That's been fun. Yeah, it sucks for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, the the illness though that they both got, which I'm pretty sure they got from Megan Kelly's son Bentley, mm-hmm. has been really. It's been easy, quick. Yeah. Comes it's like six hours and you're oh, that's done. Nice. Uh which is how our kids got it because Bentley threw up in the car coming to church on Sunday, so she took him home, but then he was fine. And so she thought, Okay, maybe he just got car sick. So yeah. she brought him to church Sunday night and he yeah. was great. Which is Super Bowl Sunday. And then a couple of days later, Johnny throws up and then he throws up again an hour later, and then after that he was fine. Yeah. And then Eli got it. Not last night, but the night before. And he pretty much got through all of it overnight. And it was fine in the morning. Huh. So, yeah. It's really weird, but I guess if you got to get sick, that's you got to catch a stomach it. bug. Yep. That's a good one to get. We've all gone through something, yeah. but Cannon has had it the worst. And he's the one who's never sick. Oh, like, yeah. Never sick. And he spiked a fever Wednesday. He woke up for school and was like, I just really don't feel good. I was like, whatever, get up, get dressed, let's go. And he got up and he got dressed and he's moving around. But I could tell, like, you know, the look on your kid's face. And I was finally like, lay back down. You're not going to school. And by that evening, he had spiked a fever of 102. And we could not get it below 100 until Friday morning. And I'm gearing up because we're hosting for D now. So I'm gearing up to have these kids in my house. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, we've got to do something. And I'm that crazy Christian, I'll just go ahead and put it out there, who as I'm walking through Walmart, I believe wholeheartedly that God was like, this is an attack from Satan. Cannon was <laughs> baptized on Sunday. He told oh, me. that's right. Yeah. yeah he told. That. And he, Cannon does not like standing in front of people saying anything. And he, he had to. He got up there. My name is Cannon Oaks, and I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior. <laughs> So he does that, and then he has midterms Monday and Tuesday, and he was like, Mom, me and a couple of my friends prayed before our midterms together. And I was like, hey, that's so cool. And then Wednesday, he gets sick, right before D now, when he's going to have a weekend full of growth and all this great experience. you know. So I'm walking through Walmart, and I was like, that's it. I'm going home. I'm laying hands on my kid. I'm praying for him because <laughs> Satan is not going to take this weekend from him. I'm not kidding, Matt. Mm-hmm. An hour later, 98.2. Wow. Yep. That's cool. Yep. Um, yeah, that's definitely not what our kids had. <laughs> they barely had a fever at all. Really? Even when they were in the midst of throwing up. So that's good. I'm glad he got over it, though. That's yep. good. Um, but the one story I do have is a confession. Uh-oh. <laughs> I did something. Confession? I did something bad. Oh, gosh. That, I, that was unintentional what did you at do? first, and it just kind of spiraled. Matt? I <laughs> Is this going to make me mad? No. <laughs> okay. I I I stole somebody's Twitter idea, Twitter account idea. Whose? So <clears throat> I'm just living my life and somebody follows me and I get followed by a lot of like Twitter account, anon account, you know, joke comedy accounts. Yeah. And uh someone followed me as Pastor Michael Scott. From the office, Michael Scott. Uh-huh. So they're going to do a, a a Michael Scott account as a church account. Okay. And I thought that's a great idea. 
And then I look at his handle, like the actual Twitter handle, and it says Pastor Michael S4. I said, they did not try hard enough to get a good handle. I'm like, there has to have been a version of Pastor Michael Scott out there that they could have used. And so just out of curiosity, I went to one of my old accounts that I never use anymore. I have about a dozen that I've started and then they've died out. And I go into the settings and I just try different versions of Uh Pastor Michael Scott in there because you can't put that whole thing because that's too many letters. And I look up the abbreviation for pastor and it's PTR. I'm like, okay. So I try PTR Michael Scott and it's available. And in that moment, I made a terrible decision. To run with it? To be like, this is my account now. (laughs) (laughs) And so I changed that account name. And that account already has like 500 followers from the last thing it was. And the other guy had started his fresh. So he had like less than 10. (laughs) So I made the whole thing. Tweeted a couple funny things. And in my head, still at this point, I'm thinking, there can be two of us. I thought it would be fun to have a fun rivalry. I even sent him a little gif of Michael Scott from the show where he says, who do you think you are? I thought this would be fun. (laughs) But instead, he changed his account (laughs) to something else. (laughs) Because he saw that I had a bunch of followers. And it still says that my account was started like in 2017. Because it was a... Matt! <laughs> you made him so think... You made him think that he stole your idea. And he felt so badly about it that he changed his name. I know. I know. It was awful. But that's the way things are now. <laughs> that is terrible. That is terrible. I feel bad about it. Okay, but if you feel but... really bad, listen. So you're taking a shot in the dark and confessing it on our morning show. Uh... Hoping, hoping. Okay, maybe he's a listener. Maybe he'll hear. And this is my way of getting out scot-free. No, you need no. to tell him. Sorry, dude. Listen, this is what really happened. If you want to have, you should really get your page back up and running and we'll have a fun rivalry together. I'll even send people over to follow yours and we'll see who the better Pastor Michael Scott is. He changed his account to uh, Dunder Mifflin Church. So he's still doing the same thing, but now he's able to use all the different uh, characters and make a thing. I like his idea better anyway. he's doing just fine. So... At this point, I'm not feeling I'm terrible. I'm going to go follow him right and I've now. Been, and I've been retweeting his account a bunch from both of those accounts. You're such a punk. I'm helping him out. You're a punk. I'm still going to get him there. Jeez. <laughs> All right, Matt. But I have doubled the followers on that account since I started. You're terrible. <laughs> you are so terrible. Twitter's, Twitter's not a, a game for... for uh, The week? The week, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's why I don't do Twitter because I just I'm too weak. My game is too weak. What a game! Oh man, I'm uh, so disappointed in it you. Feels good to get that off my chest. <laughs> now, now I feel like I have to do something about it. I have to reach this out to him. This is an injustice, and it will not stand. Uh, let's play Onion or Not Onion. I have got two headlines here. One of them's real. One of them is fake. Moe's going to guess which one is real. Are what you is ready? Real? Let's go. 
First headline, child farted in math class, now forced to wear a straight jacket and Hannibal Lecter Lecter face mask. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Or, customer calls police after McDonald's puts onions on his Big Mac. Customer calls police after (laughs) McDonald's puts onions on his Big Mac. Yeah, it's kind of obvious because it's so stupid. It has to be true, right? I feel like like the other one is, like, that's that's child abuse. (laughs) (laughs) A uh, McDonald's customer was arrested after calling police to complain about his Big Mac hamburger having onions and challenging the restaurant's manager to a fist fight over it. What? <laughs> now stick with me because it's going to get confusing because his last the last name of this guy is McDonough. Okay. At McDonald's. Okay. So just bear with me. Stay with it. Leslie McDonough, 53, was visiting... The fast food chain in Manchester, England, around 10.30 p.m. on Friday, when he claims he received the wrong meal that he could not eat because of a severe allergy to onions. Is there such a thing as an allergy to onions? There actually is, yeah. I've never heard of that before. Rebecca? She's allergic Uh to onions? Really? Rebecca, you're weird, Rebecca. (laughs) According to uh, Metro, McDonough, who had been drinking prior to visiting the McDonald's, of course, Threatened to fight the manager before calling police to report the mixed-up meal. The incident began to escalate when police arrived and asked McDonough to leave the restaurant. McDonough reportedly fell to the floor and grabbed a police officer's leg as they attempted to stand him up, police oh shared. McDonough also spit in an officer's face while they were taking him off the premises. So, yeah. You know spitting in an officer's face is a felony? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a technically assaulting an officer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone farted on an officer and he got charged with that. Really? <laughs> Not even like on, like, you know, like cheek to arm or something. It was just in the direction of an officer. Well, he's he getting charged. handcuffed <laughs> and he had gas in the moment. Oh, like... no, he clearly did it on purpose. Oh. He's sitting there going, <clears throat> farted right on him. Okay. And you're like, all right, that's assaulting an officer. <laughs> See, I get spitting, though. No, yeah, absolutely I... spitting. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, oh, that's the that's the news. That's the news right there. I don't. <laughs> uh, when so we... I was telling you, yeah. I told you about Rebecca's allergy. She's allergic to the protein in raw fruits and vegetables. They have that's to be cooked. Right. Okay. So I'm assuming it's probably so it's not the specifically same. for it's her. Not it's specifically not specifically onions, but it's all of that. That's, Any raw fruits yeah, and vegetables. I that's a real yep. weird one. Yep, and it changes once it's cooked. So that's so strange. When we come back, how to ensure people won't come back to your Bible study. Stick around. morning show here on this beautiful monday morning it's probably cold wherever you are it's, it's been cold here cold where we are uh, but not nearly as cold as other parts of the country i'll admit that here in new mexico we still have a relatively warm cold yeah but <laughs> so i think this is what people don't understand yeah we our temperature may not be cold but our wind chill wind chill wind chill wind chill, wind chill is wind- freezing <laughs> 
That is cold. <laughs> yeah. When you have... Wind chills, nuts here. Guys, and when we say it's windy, we don't mean like 15 mile an hour wind. <laughs> but I get so frustrated when I see people post about, it's so windy here today. 15 miles an hour. Okay. I had to hold my husband's grandmother, who's 90 pounds, up from blowing away at Walmart because we get 65 mile an hour winds. We we have pick your trampoline up and move it across the city kind of winds. Yeah. Yeah. In the air. In the air. Like constant flying. I'm convinced that's really what the alien sighting at Roswell was. Just it wasn't. Somebody's. Un- unanchored trampoline exactly across the wind <laughs> <laughs> wasn't uh, a spaceship it's just a trampoline yeah hey, we're, we're ordering a, a really nice uh trampoline for our kids yeah um with daedra's bonus money nice uh and daedra laid out you know the order to see exactly how much it was going to be and sent yeah. me a thing I said, I think you should double up on the anchors just because of where we live. Get yeah. two get two sets. Yes. Because <laughs> it's bad. It is bad. It Y'all, is. didn't you lose one out we of your did. yard? We did. Uh, maybe two years ago, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I came I home that. on lunch break from work and I turned down our street and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> There's a trampoline just all bent and mangled and laying sideways in the middle of the neighborhood road. And I was like, yep, that's, that's ours. <laughs> and then someone down by where we live, uh, but before we lived down there, uh, I think four years ago, their trampoline came out of their yard mm-hmm. and it rolled down the main Lano Cicado road and hit a light, a, stop, a traffic light yeah. and broke it. And I remember there being news stories that the city was going to charge her what? the amount for it <laughs> because she didn't properly secure her trampoline. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, we got to double anchor that thing. Yeah, it's crazy here. <laughs> it's time for three random facts, Mo. Alrighty, learn. Ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. The Constitution of Texas prohibits anyone from holding public office unless they believe in a supreme being. And that's any kind of public office, too. That, that's weird. That sounds pretty Texan. Yeah, it does sound Texan. It might yeah. not sound, I don't know, right, <laughs> but it certainly <laughs> sounds Texan. They're their own nation. They, they can really do whatever are. they want. They really are. <laughs> yeah, that's a fa- fact that I bet a lot of people don't know. Is yeah. Texas is the only state in the, in the entire country yep. that can fly their flag without the American flag flying mm-hmm. next to it. True story. Because they independent themselves yep <laughs> it i i don't know whether to be like and we're very close to the texas border yeah, so there's we're like a, 10 miles away from texas yeah there's a lot at. of texas here flavor yeah so i don't know whether to be proud of that or insulted by it i go back and forth all the time like why are they their own nation? Why are they the only state that gets to be considered their own? What's so good about Texas? And then I'm like, hey, way to go, Texas. Anyway. <laughs> hey, uh, you're bigger than us. Don't hurt don't Yeah, hurt right. <laughs> but listen, Texas would not be Texas if it weren't for Tennessee and it weren't for Davy Crockett. Okay? Just saying. And any true Texan will tell you that. They will tell you that they have us Tennesseans to thank for where they are today. True story. I'd ask you to elaborate, but then you will. So let's just keep going. (laughs) Fine. Number two, smarter people have brains that are simply wired more efficiently, according to researchers at Geoth University Frankfurt. Goth. 
Goth University Frankfurt. <laughs> How do you know it's Goth? Because I've been there. No, you haven't. That's in Germany. You don't know my life. <laughs> I know you've never been out of the country. <laughs> Have you forgotten who you're talking to? Gosh. All right. And lastly, 44% of American workers think they can do a better job than their boss, according to a survey. Yep. I know 44%. I, I, well, that, I'm part of that 44. Yeah. I know I can do a better job than you. Don't you work? Oh, <laughs> like, don't you work from home? <laughs> I mean, if <coughs> if we consider this our job, then I guess I have to consider you my boss. And uh, I guess. Never yeah. really thought of it that way. Uh-huh. You're on thin ice, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to be fired. <laughs> we got some artist uh, social media updates here. We got a suggestion from Natalie Grant. Make Instagram scratch and sniff. She posted a picture of the sage they were using for their chicken noodle soup and added, I wish it was scratch and sniff photos. Because a uh, smell of fresh sage is truly glorious. That's one thing. That's one technological thing that we still haven't gotten anywhere near. Yeah. You know, transmitting transmitting scent. Transmitting. Transmitting scent. <laughs> yeah. The closest I think we we ever get are those weird 4D experiences that used to just be like theme parks where you'd stick your head in a virtual reality deal and they would shoot candle oh, scents yeah. at you as you were flying over the alpines or whatever really weird that's about it some you mo- need to figure out some how to movie do it, theaters Matt. some movie theaters come equipped with this technology do they but there's been they have to make a movie specifically for that technology to be utilized cloudy with a that's chance rare. of meatballs would have been a good movie <laughs> Ooh, to... yeah that would have been awesome <laughs> And then unspoken frontman Chad Matson was celebrating a special anniversary this week. He posted 16 years of sobriety today. Awesome. God has been so kind and faithful to me. My hope is that my family and I will make Jesus proud by the way we love him, each other, and everyone else. Boop, boop. But yeah, 16 years. That's nothing to sneeze at right there. No, it's not. Congratulations, Chad. All right. So we've got a list here, and this comes from Ken Brady from Lifeway's uh, Facts and Trends blog. He made a list of seven ways to make sure new people never come back to your Bible study. Okay. So we're just going to examine these. I didn't print out the whole article. We're just going to do the what the the seven are, and we'll just kind of banter about them here. So really what we want to do is we should be doing these things. Really. No, we shouldn't. We shouldn't be doing these things. To make sure new people never come back. But we really want for them to come back, right? Right. So this is a list of things that you should do to make sure they don't come back. Which means these are things you don't want to do because you want them to come back. That's what I just said. No, it's not. You said the opposite of that. (laughs) I said, so really, we don't want to be doing these things. No, you said, really, these are things we do want to be doing. That's what you said. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Start with your list, Matt. I don't have time okay. to argue with you today. Okay. <laughs> uh, number one, don't wear name tags. So wear name tags. Exactly. <laughs> no. Um, and I initially, I kind of poo-pooed on this one. Ooh, you were big about name tags. I was. Uh, I was before. I was big about name tags before. And it's, for me, I don't know. I found, I found, I find them less and less important. I don't know why. 
Exactly. Maybe because I just don't want people to know my name. That's <laughs> the thing. That's what I meant. You're big about name tags and the fact that like you don't want... When we went out to eat, I don't remember where it was that we went out to eat, but I called the waiter by his name and you were like, don't do that. <laughs> they don't want you doing that. And I said, but they're wearing a name tag. No, that's weird. You they don't do to. that. <laughs> <laughs> they have to wear a name tag. They make them. <laughs> but they don't want you to call them by your name unless you know them. <laughs> uh, yeah. So See, that's like your it. stance on it. <laughs> but uh, reading the idea behind what he's saying here is, <coughs> Man, I got a frog in my throat. Sorry. Mm. He was saying that there's going to be a lot of people who come that are you know new. If, if it's it's an already established Bible study, is kind of where we're coming from here. And you have new people coming to see if they want to join it, and they're not going to know everybody there most likely. But it's awkward for them as new people to have to reach out and ask people their names. And so if we were to be insured to wear name tags while we're there, then they can easily learn everybody's name without having to make an awkward conversation, which they might not even do. And they might just be like, I'm not going to learn all these people's names and I'm going to go home. Yeah. You know, <laughs> not coming back. So I get that. So I, I don't mind the name tag at a restaurant. And I think if I was a waiter or a waitress, I wouldn't mind people, my what are they called? Customer. Thank you. Um, <laughs> calling me by my name. But thinking about a Bible study setting, I go to a weekly Bible study, and it's a big group of all the ladies in the town. So 70, 80 women. Good night. And we all wear name tags. Yeah. But unless I know that person personally, I still don't call them by their name, even though they're wearing a name tag. I don't so know you'll why. do it to a waiter, but yeah. you won't do it to the person. Yeah, and I think it's because when people call me by my name, okay, so I accidentally wore that name tag out in public a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I left Bible study and it was still on my shirt. And I went to a store and the the girl is calling me Mo, and I was like, man, I know she looks familiar, but I'm I'm supposed to know her. She is calling me Mo. She's not even calling me Megan. She's right. calling me Mo. Only only your friends call you yeah. Mo. Yeah. How do I know this girl? And so I'm freaking out the whole time because I don't know how she knows me and I can't pinpoint it. So I feel like that's what it would be for somebody. I feel like a Bible study is more of a personal setting, yeah. whereas a restaurant and a waiter is not quite so intimate. And But at the same time, that waiter... Where's that name tag as a part of his uniform, his or her mm. uniform? They're not thinking about it either. True. And it is very rare for someone to start calling them by their name or mm. to even address them as anything other than sir or ma'am, something like that. Waiter. And so when that happens, hey, Frank, how are you doing? Do we do we know? Oh, my name tag. <laughs> <laughs> you send them in that same little panic. Do yeah. I know you? Am I supposed to know? Are y'all regulars and I just haven't caught on yet? I'm, right. It's a whole thing. Yeah. They're, okay. they're stressed enough, man. They got to remember 18 <laughs> different tables to take care of. Not trying to figure <laughs> out how you know them. <laughs> uh, number two, the second way to make sure new people never come back to your Bible study, deliver a monologue. Uh, this is this is common, I think, in a lot of uh, like home-led Bible studies in that the person leading it wants to feel like the pastor of the group. Yeah. And so you get there and they preach a mini-sermon about the lesson instead of just letting the lesson take its course yeah. and making it a discussion. And, you know, they'll, they'll some even like stand up 
yeah. in front of the group yeah. and give a diatribe about what they learned and what we should have all learned. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. That'll make someone turn tail and run real fast. It's <clears throat> a difficult for, I think for an extrovert though, it's a difficult mm-hmm. thing to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Because you just want people to understand right. why you felt it was so important <laughs> to share. Right. And I mean, I'm not knocking him, but I, I totally see Sippy doing that. Oh, yeah. Just inadvertently. 100%. Not even thinking about yep. it. He just starts talking and it becomes that, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> because yep. he's very much like that. Mm-hmm. And he wa- and he has a very teaching heart. And mm-hmm. so he wants to do that and kind of lead people. Yep. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yep. Shout out to Sippy. Uh, number three, third way to make sure new people never come back to your Bible study, sit in rows. Yeah, that's awesome. This is another, another church-like situation. Yeah. Bring, bring fold-out chairs, put them in neat little rows, <laughs> like you're being taught, like it's a class. It's awkward. <laughs> and everybody sits in the back row. Right? Everybody <laughs> clamors for them back row seats. Nobody wants to get spit on. <laughs> right? <laughs> they don't want to be used as a example either yeah uh fourth way to make sure new people never come back to your bible study don't introduce new members to long time members um this i mean this is true in church as well if and i guess uh, some people are different yeah for the worse like me (laughs) in that when i go to a new church or a new religious event or whatever Typically, the first time I'm there, I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. I'm observing. <laughs> this is like me auditing a college class. I don't want to be recognized. <laughs> just want to see if I feel like I would want to invest any emotional uh, input into this place. Let's be fair. We're picking up. <laughs> we're picking apart every single thing that they say and do, right. and trying to find the fault in it and right. reason for not coming. And if back. I can't find enough, then I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> um, but most non-neurotic people. <laughs> would like to not feel so outside the box uh well outside the group i guess when yeah. they come uh they would like to be introduced around um and you know start these new friendships new new uh cuz i mean if you're going to a small bible study chances are you already know these people chances yeah. are you're planning on staying at a church you know you shop around Bible studies don't typically feel like that's the situation, right? Yeah. I feel like a Bible study is more an extension of a church that you've already committed to or a group of friends that you're already a part of. So if you're taking the chance and going to this Bible study, you want to be included. Yeah. You want to feel like, hey, this would be a good place to stick around. I'm, Yeah, I'm sure <clears throat> most people. You would feel like you're ignored if you're not yeah. introduced. So, yeah. I see that. Might not be my personal preference. Yeah, I don't. But I see it. (laughs) Uh, Number five, fifth way to make sure new people never come back to your Bible study. Run out of chairs. That'll make you feel real welcome. (laughs) You you weren't even counting on me coming. (laughs) Bill's Bill's got the recliner. Uh, Those guys are in the love seat. The couch is called for. The I mean the floor. We can get you a couch pillow to sit right. on if you'd like. It's really comfortable, it's, and it's I not, just vacuumed. It's a deep shag. You'll be <laughs> you'll sink right in there. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably the best seat in the house. Really? Yeah, that's why we let the dog sit down there. Exactly. Ooh, we can get the dog bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
He's don't worry. He's he's. It's a hair dog, not a fur dog. He doesn't shed. Yeah, just just it's understand. Clean. He comes with it. He licks himself. Don't have to worry about it. You won't even be alone. You'll have a new friend. <laughs> <Yeah>, a pal. <laughs> we'll introduce you to the dog, not the longtime members. <laughs> uh, sixth way to make sure new people never come back to your Bible study: don't invite new members to engage socially. <clears throat> so this would be. Before and after the actual Bible study, just click it out. Stick to your clicks and leave that new person so to just sit there awkwardly. So this can bite you in the butt, too, though. Oh, can it? Tell me. Uh, yeah. So we have a friend um, who, when she first moved here, she moved here because her boyfriend was here, now husband, and she does not like being in big groups of people. And when she first came and hung out at our house with a big group of people, and I was doing my very best to engage her and get to know her and get her to know other people, she cried. She walked out of the room and cried and left. And I felt like the worst person in the world because she's just, she doesn't do social things. Yeah. It wasn't. <clears throat> good for her in that situation so this can bite you in the butt <laughs> you gotta know the person if uh if it's who i'm fairly certain it is that we're talking about uh just say the name she knows who she is it's hillary yeah yeah hillary. <laughs> that's how hillary and i became friends at that party yeah because i was i was like because danger wasn't there and john wasn't there yeah, John wasn't there. He was going to come later. Right. I think he was working and was going to come later. And so, and I was just doing my mo thing. Like, I'm right. just trying to talk to her. And I didn't want her to sit off to the side yeah. and feel awkward and left out. And and I don't I don't remember why Deidre wasn't there. I think she might have been in Idaho. And I wasn't planning to stay the whole party. I think I just Maybe. came for like an hour. Yeah. But I saw her, again, Brand new, really, to the group, period. And I think this was the first time she ever came over, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I uh, I just went there and talked to her, just me and her, about how awkward it was to yeah. be <laughs> at a party full of couples without your significant other. And, but it's yeah. like none of our get-togethers are, even though we are couples, mm -hmm. you know, none of our get-togethers are like... Sure. Us hanging yeah. all over our partner and loving on each other. And typically the guys break off and sure. they go do something and the girls chit chat in the kitchen. But I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just that party where it wasn't exactly that way. Yeah. Or if it was because my spouse wasn't there either. Yeah. But I felt that way too. Yeah. I felt out of the group. Yeah. A little. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. But yeah, no, I completely understand. I will never forget that. Like that has. But see, in the situation there, though, is she didn't want to be there. She <laughs> not came. by herself. Okay, so she said, yeah, she said that she didn't realize it was going to be a whole group of people, right? And I kind of thought, but we had a Facebook event, like. <laughs> she, so she there didn't was just be miscommunication, yeah. yeah, and it was a lot to throw her into, but. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> All right. Read your people. <laughs> and the last one, the seventh re uh, way to make sure new people never come back to your Bible study, don't have extra copies of your Bible study materials. Yeah. That's something I don't think a lot of people would think about. Really? I don't think I would think about it. Really? Yeah. Just having spare stuff. I don't really think I'd think about that. 
Especially if the group doesn't change all that often. Yeah. If it's just a group of 10 people, and it has been for several weeks, and we just bought all, bought all the supplies, finished the Bible study, going to start a new one, I'll buy our 10 sets of supplies for our 10 people. Yeah. And someone shows up. I don't think I would have thought about, hey, let's order an extra set or two in case we get new people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, clearly that's me being wrong in the situation, but I just, that's, that's one thing I don't think I would have thought about offhand. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. But anyway, that's a pretty good list. It is a pretty if good list. If you don't want new people to come back, follow that list. Right I, see, I have a hard time with lists like that. <laughs> uh, when we come back, what did the pastor say? Stick around.
Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show on this third hour of the Monday show. Monday, Monday. Monday show. We're going to go a little, just little lighter. And just, <clears throat> we just, uh, you just heard the first parody song I've ever recorded, uh, which was, What Did the Pastor Say? Recorded that in 2015. It's been a while. I'm gonna have that stuck in my head now. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) That was such a fun song. It was. I don't understand why so many people hated it. I actually really enjoyed it. Did you see the live version that they did on, uh, or semi-live version that they did on Jimmy Fallon uh-uh. when it was first popular? Look that up on YouTube. That was okay. a very entertaining yeah. like, live music video type thing that they did. It was really good. But yeah, I loved it. I loved it a lot. So that was the first uh, first uh, parody song about kid not paying attention in church, getting in all kinds of trouble, uh, sneaking in his Game Boy. So... Uh, I thought we'd have a little lighthearted discussion about kids getting in trouble in church. It's about time we had a lighthearted <laughs> discussion, Matt. You always want to be so serious. We got a heavy one coming tomorrow, so that let's just so buckle up with some light stuff for now. Buckle up, Buttercup. <laughs> All right. Did you get in any kind of trouble when you were a kid? So, I mean, you attended church. Yeah. 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 I thought so. Yeah. Started attending church when I was seven. Like regularly, and yeah. we went in full swing right. there every night of the week. Um, and really, the only thing that I can remember, my parents were super strict about church. When you're at church, you're at church to worship God. You are not at church to run around and goof off and be stupid. You have five, six other days of the week <laughs> to be stupid. To be stupid. <laughs> um, but I remember, I guess I was probably 14, and I had my first boyfriend. And the only reason that my parents allowed me to have this boyfriend <coughs> was because he was from church. Yeah. And directly in front of us were an older teenage couple who had been dating for years. And I can remember kind of like parroting and mimicking what they did because it, he was my first boyfriend. I didn't know, you know, what are we supposed to do as boyfriend and girlfriend? <laughs> And so Scott, the older boyfriend, sticks his arm around his girlfriend. And then directly in the pew behind Scott, Jeremy sticks his arm around me. And I kind of look at him and he looks at me and I'm like, okay, so this is what we're doing. This is okay? Okay. (laughs) Uh, It was totally not okay because from the pulpit, the pastor, which we, my family was good friends with the pastor and their family. The pastor goes... Uh, Jeremy, you're going to need to take your arm down from around Megan. And we're like, (laughs) (laughs) no, out from the pulpit. Yep. Yep. So that's really the only awkward, the only thing that I remember getting in trouble for. (laughs) So let's see. I grew up in the Catholic church and not only Catholic church, Catholic school that had a mass every single morning. Oh, my. Yeah. I've been to more Catholic masses than most genuine Catholics will ever be in. So, 
Here's six, a question six for you. Six a week. Yeah. Do you think that you've attended more Catholic mass in your lifetime than you have church service? That would be a good uh, math problem to figure out. I'll have to check into that. Huh. But yeah, it's possible. You're more Catholic than you are Christian, Matt. It's possible. <laughs> hey, Catholics are Christians. Catholics. Come on now. Okay, you're more, sorry, I said <laughs> that wrong. You're more Catholic than you are Protestant. There we go. Put it that way. There you go. Um, but anyway, uh, that was, I don't really remember getting into too much trouble in the Catholic Church uh, because I knew what happened yeah. if you got in trouble. But it wasn't what most people would think. Most people are thinking, I think, automatically getting slapped with a ruler by a nun. Those uh, things happen. Yes, but that didn't happen at this church because, number one, we only had two nuns and they weren't the teachers. We had community uh, teachers. But what did happen is they would make you sit there and say Hail Mary prayers for days. Hours of Hail Marys. You know, go mm-hmm. give me a hundred Hail Marys. Like, All oh I know my is Hail gosh. Mary, full of grace. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God. Uh, oh, that's all I got. <laughs> that's another another half. That was that was about half of it. And then you got another half, and that's one full Hail Mary. Uh, so if you're going to do a full rosary, which we did do in yeah. sixth grade every Friday. We sat there what? and did a full rosary. Uh, it was... You do... Following the rosary, starting at the cross, it has a little segment, and it's an Our Father, three Hail Marys, and an Our Father. And then it starts the necklace part, Uh which is five sets of ten Hail Marys and an Our Father. Ten Hail Marys, Our Father. Ten Hail Marys, Our Father. So it takes forever. Yeah. So a hundred Hail Marys is basically two full rosaries, and it would take you about an hour and a half to do. And so I knew I didn't want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) So I didn't get in trouble there. Um but then I moved to the Baptist Church in seventh grade, uh, which is the same church that I'm in now, Highland. And you know, my parents didn't attend church, so I was here with on my friends yeah. <laughs> on my own as a impressionable teenager. So I got into all kinds of trouble. We were doing wrestling moves, breaking things, uh, breaking tisk, in, tisk. breaking into the youth room through the fire escape. Uh, which is actually where we're recording right now. This used to be the youth room. These two walls didn't used to be here. It used to be one long room, and that fire escape back there, we used to break in through it. Old wooden thing. We got the cops called on us once because the lady across the street saw us doing it and thought that we were legitimately breaking into a church to, like, steal things. Well, you were legitimately breaking into a church. But not to steal things. We just wanted to be in the youth room an hour before the church opened. (laughs) (coughs) So, yeah, I got in all kinds of trouble then. Uh, But now... I'm a parent who yells at kids every Sunday for getting in, <laughs> into don't trouble that they it? shouldn't be doing. Don't <laughs> no, you love it? I don't. Uh, so my kid is one of the worst offenders when it comes to going to the places they're not allowed to go as children without adults, mm-hmm. like up in the balcony. Yeah. Because I know my kid. My kid will climb over that wall and fall and break his neck. Yeah. And he does it every single Sunday. And every single Sunday I sit him down and have the conversation but you are not allowed to go up there without an adult. You can't, even if other kids are going up there, you're not allowed to. You understand? Yes. Are you going to do it again? No. Two days later at church, where is he? Right up there. Mm-hmm. Ugh, drives me nuts. Yep. And then our young son, 
our young boy Johnny, who doesn't know any better. Well, of course. Or pretends like he doesn't know any better. (laughs) Is getting on uh, our worship leader, John's uh, nerves, because he keeps sneaking back to the drums, pulling out a drumstick and just dung, 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 dung. He loves it. (laughs) John hates it. I was going to say, that is like John's biggest pet peeve. It really is. Keep the kids off the stage. stage. Yeah. Yeah. What about your kids? Are they getting in trouble at church? Um, I want to know if they've snuck in video games when they weren't supposed to. No. No? Mm -mm. Have they never? Mm -mm. Do they not have handheld video games outside of their phones? They have a DS. Do they? Yeah, they all have DSs. I I can't remember if I'd ever seen it before or not. Yeah, they all have DSs, which I'm that parent that before we leave, we go over the rules and expectations of how Mm. you're supposed to act. I am that parent that's that would be like, are you allowed to go up in the balcony? Okay, so when we get to church, are you going to go up in the balcony? Okay, so we've established this, you know. So when if you do it, what's going to happen? There's going to be consequences. I am that parent. Um, so my kids will ask, can I take can I take my DS? Or they've tried to walk out of the house with it. Uh, I don't think so. Absolutely not. Put that back. We're going to church for church. I don't think that they've ever. I really can't think of anything that they've ever done that has been super bad. Yeah. I mean, the occasional, I'm going to throw something in the sanctuary, which oh, makes yeah. me so angry. Yeah. So yeah. angry. I know your boys have done that. <laughs> and, it, and it's not just, like, I don't get angry when it's my kids. Mm. I get it angry when it's anybody's kids. Oh, sure. Yeah. Anybody's kids. And boys will walk through with baseballs, throwing them up in the sanctuary. And I'm like... Do you see that light? Yeah, from that same balcony here in the church. Yeah. Uh, you can see a bunch of paper airplanes, tennis oh, yeah, balls that, and stuff, all in the lighting fixtures. <laughs> that is my kids. Yeah, y'all's, your kids got into paper airplanes pretty heavily for about a year. They I did. <laughs> they did. And there was there were some paper airplanes that they threw. So because of the way that the overhang is there... Like, they could get some of them down. And the ones that they were able to reach, I was like, you're getting them down. You got them up there, you get them down. It is not fair that Mr. Matt has to walk around and take down all of your paper airplanes <laughs> that you threw up there. But then, of course, there are some that are just stuck. Yeah. And unless you're up in the balcony, you can't see them. That's true. So. Yeah. <laughs> Church is only a sty from above. Right? <laughs> <laughs> from below, you live in blissful ignorance. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Some of the most annoying things that the kids do at church, most of them tend to involve that balcony. Yeah. Uh, I know a couple kids who are now old enough to know better, like to go up in that balcony after church when most people are gone and I'm down there working on the audio version of the sermon to put online and drop things on me. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's never funny. Mm-hmm. Never. But they think it's, it's hilarious. Funny. They think it's hilarious. See? Ugh. And I was always the person that's like, get down. <laughs> it's not funny. Get down. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> that uh, one of those same kids a few years ago was really big into high fives. Mm-hmm. And Still he is. licked his entire hand. Oh, God. And gave me a high five. And I looked at him square in the eye and I said, I will never give you a high five or a handshake ever again. And he looked at me and it was a good five years 
And every time he'd, hey, high five, Mo. Nope, sorry. Mm-mm. Not happening. See, that's what it was. I remember there was a reason I wouldn't give him a high five. Yeah. But it just kind of developed into I don't give high fives nope. uh, with him. And nobody else ever asked for one, so that was easy to mm-hmm. live for. That's what it was. Yeah, that was the reason. He went through that, that phase where he yeah. was like, oh, I'm going to lick my hand. Uh-huh. And I don't think he ever did that to me. I think I just remember you telling me that Ugh. happening. Yeah. Blech. Yep. Disgusting. Yep. Disgusting, children. Y'all are gross. <laughs> I guess maybe I'm just blinded to all the annoying things because <laughs> kids know Mo is mean, so we can't do anything around her. You have a 15-foot radius where nobody gets in trouble because yeah. you're there. Yep. You better. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, I know, like, I can see it. The second that they, they're they running, 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 and then they see me and they stop and they walk. <laughs> and then they get past me and they run, 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 run. I know. I know oh, that they do that. nothing, nothing. Yep, we're not doing anything. But here's the thing. When they fall or run into someone or bust heads or whatever, and they're crying, and I walk past, I'm like, oh, what happened? We were running. Oh, I'm sorry for you. And I keep walking. <laughs> oh, you were breaking the rules? Oh, you're you're falling on, on uh, your own face from doing something you weren't supposed to do? Okay, yep. well, you know. Sucks You live you. and you learn. At least I hope you learn. You know, there was a period of time, your niece, Julian, she is an amazing gymnast. Yes. Amazing gymnast. And there's a set of three stairs that are really wide apart, uh, Mm -hmm. you know. And she was able to run from the hallway and do a flip over those three steps and land it. And our floor here is not carpeted very well. I mean, it's concrete under that. And while she was amazing at doing it, all I could see was someone else trying to do it and bust their head open. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was always, Julesy, please don't do that. Please don't do that. You're so good at it, but you can't do it because there's going to be another kid that's going to try and do it. They're going to break in their neck. Yeah. <clears throat> and then let's see. The most recent event here at Highland was the High Five Kid. What? He. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he. Was running, chasing somebody. Oh, yeah. And he tripped and fell headfirst through a glass door mm-hmm. that was about an inch thick or half an inch thick. He is lucky he's alive, pretty much. And this is not a kid. No, I mean, he's a teenager. He's a teenager. A young teenager, but still. Head right through the door, right through the glass, and... He the glass his hand above, open, didn't he? slid his hand open, but the glass above where his head was was like at a point. And had it shifted and fallen, it would have been in lights out, folks. <laughs> so I have not seen him running in this church since that day. <laughs> I hope he tells all the other kids too: don't run, don't run, because for how many years have we said stop running? Right, <laughs> don't run in the sanctuary, don't run in the church. Stop. There is one room in the church where you guys can run and do whatever you want. There is a big square on the floor. That's how you can tell which room it is. Do whatever you want in there. All the walls are soft. Right? That's why it has so many holes in it and dense. Exactly. The carpet's still pretty hard, but there's no glass anywhere. 
Your uh, injuries will be minor. Yeah. Oh, Church is fun. Church kids are fun. Oh, you goodness. know, you ha- it's it's hard to ride the, as an adult. It's hard to ride that line between, you know, making sure they follow the rules and not being a curmudgeon, you yeah. know, all the time. Yeah, because you don't want to be that person. Right. You don't want to be the, you know, can't you see the pain on the walls is more important than the joy in your heart kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also... Like, and that switch came immediately with me. Like, this, as soon as I was out of youth group, everything the youth and the kids did bugged the heck out of me. Really? Like, immediately. Like, there are some people who want to stick around in youth group for a couple extra years after they graduate and whatever because they can't leave it behind. Yeah. Like, as soon as I became an adult, as soon as I was 19, I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Like, I remember, <laughs> that, I remember as a youth thinking, how come the church doesn't listen to us and our opinions? As soon as I was 19, I'm like, oh, I know why. <laughs> Y'all are dumb. <laughs> I was dumb when I was a youth. Y'all are dumb now. Yeah. But there's a fine line, too, of them feeling comfortable in mm-hmm. the church and them sure. still being respectful and reverent right. of the church, you right. know? You don't want them to hate being here. Right. Um, but at the same time, you don't want them to disrespect it mm-hmm. being here either. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's just like home. Sure. I mean, really, you... We're not going to allow our kids to just run amok in our house because what ends up happening is we have to pay for the repairs or figure out how to fix it ourselves. You We're know, not supposed to do that. Uh, That's what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So uh, yeah. We don't have any answers. We're just we're just uh, we're riffing just, on stories we're just right now. Chit chatting about storytelling. I uh before when Kendra was still a young teenager. Mm-hmm. And we were in our first year here of attending Highland. I got onto her big time. Big time. <laughs> and it's still something that she and I both laugh about. But they were sitting. We were up in the balcony. Yeah. Our first year here, that's where we sat, was up in the balcony. Um, and Grove Baptist. Uh, as far back as we could get. <laughs> but she was a couple rows behind us, her mm-hmm. and another girl. And the entire time during the sermon, they were just talking and, and not even whispering, but talking to each other <laughs> the whole time. And I'm getting so frustrated because I'm sitting there and I'm, I had, Mila would not go in the nursery. So she's down there. That's part of the reason that we sat in the balcony, but she's down there and she's being quiet. She's a toddler. She's not even <laughs> two years old and she's sitting quietly. And these girls behind me are just chatting it up about school and about boys and whatever and so i had just had enough and by when the service ended i stood up and i went to leave and i thought no i'm gonna i'll say something i'll be kind but i'll say something and so i went up there and i said girls if you went to a movie would you talk the entire time during the movie no why then why do you think it's okay to talk during church and they both just kind of looked at each other and looked at me. And I was like, you wouldn't talk during a movie because it's respectful to the people around you. You paid for your ticket. You're going to sit there. You're going to watch the movie. When you're in church, be respectful of the people around you. But most importantly, be respectful of God. This is his house and his service. And Kendra's face is just like, you could see she just went completely blank. She's just looking at me like, yep, I screwed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> And it took about five years before she finally came back to me. And she's like, hey, you remember that time? And I was like, yeah, I totally remember that time. See, all I can think about right now is how you missed an opportunity to say something really cool. 
Like what? Well, you just uh, said the whole setup. If you went to a movie, you you would be quiet because you're respectful of the people around you and you paid for your ticket. You're going to watch the movie. Well, now you're in church. Be respectful of other people around you. And most of all, be respectful of God because he paid for your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I did miss a good opportunity. Man. Filing that one away for future reference. <laughs> I'm sure I'll have to yell at another kid at some point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to access. Ax, ax, ask, 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 not ask. Us. Anything. Uh, okay, our question for the for today is: What word is a lot of fun to say? All I can think. What is the movie where he's like road? Uh, Road. It was either Black Sheep or Tommy Boy. I don't remember which one it was. Basically the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially the same movie. It came out the same year. Same actors. <laughs> With the same two guys. Yeah. Both on road trips. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's the only thing that I can really think off the top of my head. Road. But Chris and I will get into a habit of that where we'll say limit, something. Limit, 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 limit. Yeah. We'll get into saying something and then we'll say it over and over and over. And any word when you say it repeatedly yeah, is... But that's but that's a different question though, then isn't it? Because that's making a word weird by repeating it over and over again. What word essentially just by itself is fun to say? No, is that the question? Yeah, what word's a lot of fun to say? I would say like the first word that popped into my head was mahogany. No, Matt. That's a fun fun word to say. Isn't that from Hunger Games? That is mahogany. <laughs> It's only fun when you say it like like Morgan Freeman. Say it again. Well, that wasn't Morgan Freeman, was it? No, when you said this it the first Morgan time, Freeman. it sounded very... This is Morgan Freeman. No, that does not sound like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> that is Morgan Freeman. That is not Morgan this, Freeman. He has, a, he has a very small voice. It's in the back of his throat. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh. gosh. Uh, mahogany. Yeah. That That's it's only fun when you say it like that. Mahogany, you're right. It is fun, but you know what? We're I think we talked about this a while back. A name that I really like to say is Craig. 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 Craigers. Craig. Craig. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Craig. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really can't think of a word. I really, 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 really can't. It's awful. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Matt this has... seems like the simplest ask us anything I question. Know. I know. You don't have any words filed Paper away clip. that you like to say? <laughs> Paperclip. No, that's too much. Paperclip. Hey. That's too much consonanting. Baby is fun to say when I say it. How did I say it that one time? Oh. Baby. <laughs> a baby. It's a baby. It's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I know I took a lot of joy away from several words that you used to say. Stop! Don't you do it! <laughs> don't! Because you say I'm wrong. Don't start. I really... Okay, so when I yelled at you just then, I thought that you were going to say words that I don't like to hear. Oh, no. And then I had to register what you were saying. You remember, and yeah. I, yeah. Food yeah, and she, noon. She pronounces double Rude. O's as, as a U. Yeah. So she says food. It's not. It's food. 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 No, it's food. 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 Noon. 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 Shut up, Matt. 
<laughs> Gonna get some further none. I'm going back to like <laughs> my middle school days when people used to pick on me about the way that I said Washington. Oh, what was that? I don't know. How did you say it? Oh, I don't. I honestly don't know. Okay, I because don't, to I don't me this it story. sounds like no. It sounds like I'm <laughs> Washington, but I guess I said. Washington. Okay, that. But I don't think that I said it like that. Because I'm pretty sure I used to say it that way. I think that people just hear what they want to (laughs) hear. Washington Redskins. Washington. But I said Washington. Washington. Yeah. It's because my childhood was split. I went from North Carolina to Maryland, and my my poor accent didn't know which way to go. (laughs) Tongues going in two different directions. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I used to say Wash all the time. Because that's how my mom used to say it. Warsh. And then I started getting made fun of. Uh, so I forced myself to start saying wash. Wash. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that I never fully removed was when I add rag to it. When I say wash rag. Because <laughs> I consider that a different thing. I don't think of it as a rag that you wash with. I think of it as its own word. It's a wash rag. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time that you go like. Super hick. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I get, I get, I turn into super hick anytime I'm around my mom for a really long time. Yeah. Like when I went to Dallas with her. Yeah. Uh, when my dad was down there, uh, you know, I was with her for a few days and we stayed in the same hotel room. So we talked a whole bunch. And when I came back, Deidre immediately, as soon as I walked in the door, and like, you sound like your mom. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and I can't even, I can't even. Fake the accent because yeah. I don't know how I sound yeah. when it happens. I just, yeah, I talk really, apparently I talk really backwards for a yeah. little while until I get out of it. You know, it's one of the things that drives me nuts and I love her dearly, but it's one of the things that drives me nuts to this day about my mom. Yeah. Because she grew up in Maryland and was very like, what is the term I'm looking for? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Then I moved, we moved to North Carolina when I was younger, and all of my friends were Southern. Pen was pen, ten was ten, you know, and she would tell my <laughs> friends all the time, no, it's a pen, it's ten. Um, now she lives in Tennessee, and I can't talk to her on the phone <laughs> without her sounding like a hillbilly hick, and I'm like, Mom! <laughs> That's Where's not going, how you talk. You're going out here with the hand grenade. It hand. really is. It what drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you talk. Say it right. <laughs> you speaking Arabic. What's going on here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that'll wrap that up. Stick around. We'll be back soon to close out the show. Close out our Monday show. Thank you for being with us all Monday long. We got your Bible verse thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 5. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. That 
like super convicted me, just FYI. Um, (laughs) Our thought for the day is from Greg Laurie. He says, God has his purposes on the storms of life. You want to take another shot at that? God has his purpose (laughs) in the storms of life. (laughs) You didn't have to tell everybody I messed up. On the storms? God is on the storms? (laughs) Hey, now. (laughs) Shh. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're here every Monday through Thursday starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific with an encore presentation at 10 Eastern and 7 Pacific. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits mashed against a podcast for you over on BackRowRadio.com. And don't forget you can connect with all aspects of The Back Row by visiting TheBackRow.org and join our meme-packed Facebook group at BRBChurch.com. Hey, Mo, what's the final word? Oh, just love people, y'all. Oh, final word. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.